This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. Today I'd like to share with you stories that come from saints who were visited by the baby Jesus or the, or the young child Jesus. I think it's appropriate this time of year to do something like this. And I'd like to lead with a story from Saint Anselm of Canterbury. And he is also a doctor of the church. He was born around the year 1033 or 1034, and he died in 1109. So he had a good, long life. And this story isn't so much about him, but about a letter he wrote to his sister. He was meditating on the infancy and childhood of Jesus and he wrote his sister a letter and he told his sister about Saint Dismas. Now this story about Saint Dismas who we know as the good thief, the good thief on the cross, many say that it's not verifiable, that it's a legend, but we have a doctor of the church here in the 1100s telling us it's the truth, telling his sister about this saint. And he may have had sources that he didn't share with her in that letter. That's a personal letter to your sister. So if he didn't have his sources written down at the bottom of his letter, we don't know why he believed this. But I don't think that a doctor of the church would write something as true if it were simply a legend. I just don't see that happening. And because of his reputation and because he's a doctor of the church, I'm inclined to think that this story of Dismas really is the truth. This is the gist of the story that was written to the sister of Saint Anselm about Saint Dismas, the good thief. It involves the very young child, Jesus. So it takes place at the time of the massacre of the Holy Innocents when Saint Joseph and Our Lady with the baby Jesus or the child Jesus, very young, were escaping and on their way to Egypt. They entered into an area that was inhabited by brigands, thieves, murderers, and Dismas was a part of this group. He was a murderer and he was a thief. So when Dismas saw the Holy Family approaching, he's probably thinking about it, sizing them up. Okay, there's only one man. He's probably thinking to himself, I can take them easily, you know? And so he wants to steal from them, sizing them up. 
and they weren't part of a caravan. Because remember, the angel told Joseph, leave, and he immediately got up and went with the child and his mother. And so Joseph, you know, he wasn't in a protected caravan. He was very vulnerable, except not really, because he's about God's plan, and we know that he wasn't vulnerable at all. And it's interesting how the Lord will turn things around. But according to the story, Dismas decides he's going to rob them. And, you know, they may have had something to rob, actually. Think about it. They had received the gifts from the Magi. These were gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and the gold particularly, well, was all valuable, but the gold particularly probably paid for the trip and helped Mary and Joseph get settled in a, in a foreign country, you know, in Egypt. They would have needed that money. He would have had to establish a business or find work. So the Lord provided that to them, and here's a thief who's ready to take it away. And as the story goes, he gets one look at the child. Something inside of Dismas said, I can't rob these people. Instead, I must protect them. I must love them and help them. And so he did. And he protected them. He gave them refuge for the night. The story goes that the infant Jesus, or I would say maybe a toddler at this point, who knows if, if he, how old he was, one or two, he allowed himself to be held by Dismas, who caressed him, and it was at this time that Mother Mary made a prophecy. She said that his kind actions, that his protective actions, would not go unrewarded before he died. Remember, Dismas is the good thief. So when you fast forward years, of course, 30 years or more, to the crucifixion, there's two thieves up there. They say thieves, murderers, you know, criminals on each side of Jesus. And one of them is Dismas. Did Mary recognize him? Did he recognize Mary? Her prophecy that he would not go unrewarded was fulfilled when he asked Jesus to receive him when he died. And Jesus says to him, this day you will be with me in paradise. What a reward. Think about Dismas. You know, every criminal, every criminal has a mother. Every criminal has a mother. And some of those mothers are praying. And I can just imagine, I, this is completely me imagining, but I can imagine that Dismas's mother had prayed for him, maybe his father, that he had gone astray. Maybe he was a, a Jewish boy that got in with the wrong crowd, you know? And one thing leads to another, and pretty soon you're in over your head, and then this whole life is laid out for you to live. And I can imagine that until she died, she prayed for her son or the father, prayed for him. So many people have children or friends or relatives who've gone astray, and they pray. And you never know how the Lord will answer the prayer. That is just traditional. We can't verify that story. But St. Anselm believed it. Being a doctor of the church, he must have had some kind of verification that gave him the, the green light to go ahead and share the story. Because I can't imagine a doctor of the church sharing a story that was not true. That's why I think it happened. And I see that the Lord works this way. This is another very interesting thing about him. 
I, I remember telling you a story about St. Therese and she prays for this criminal. He was a murderer and, she's pray- and he was unrepentant and was going to the guillotine for his sentence. She prayed to St. Dismas on his behalf. His name was Pranzini. At not even the 11th hour, the last minute he turns, just as he's being led up to the guillotine and, and calls for the priest and kisses the five wounds of Christ and has that moment with the priest before he is executed. So it was a pretty powerful prayer to St. Dismas. And actually this guy, Pranzini, Therese's criminal that she was praying for, he waited even longer than, than Dismas did to, to make his turn to the Lord. Another story about a saint who had an encounter with the child Jesus, very young child, was St. Anthony. We often see the statues of St. Anthony holding the Christ child. And this is the story that led to that devotion of St. Anthony while he holds the child Jesus. So he was traveling. St. Anthony was traveling. He got lodging for the night somewhere. The person who gave him the lodging went by the room, uh, just passing by the room, and he saw this beautiful light coming from the room. And when he looked in, he saw St. Anthony holding a child. There was no mistaking that it was Jesus, that he had come to St. Anthony in the form of a child. St. Anthony was holding him and caressing him and the child was loving him and it was just this beautiful gift. And that is why we often see the statue of St. Anthony holding the child Jesus, a very young child, like I would say two years old, something like that, maybe younger. Another story about St. Clair of Assisi. And you know, she was a little bit sickly often. She had to be bedridden a lot and the sisters took care of her. She was still the prioress and and the one who was leading, but it came to Christmas Eve Mass and there was no way that she could attend. It was as if she were there, like she saw Christmas Eve Mass. She saw it from where she was in her bed And this is one reason why she's the patron saint of media and television, because it was like she was there, like there was a camera showing her where it was, but actually she was present there at the mass, although she was still in her bed. And then to take it one step further, then she found herself in Bethlehem and that she was permitted to hold the baby Jesus on Christmas Eve night as a gift to her. She couldn't get to Mass and she had made such sacrifices for our Lord and that was the way that he repaid her. Other saints that have had encounters with the child Jesus the in, or the infant Jesus were Saint Faustina and Saint Padre Pio. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you. Let's pray. Jesus Mary, Joseph, we love you. 
You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Onderko, produced at the studios of Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit MatradayRadio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit CatholicFinishStrong.org. That's CatholicFinishStrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MatradayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.